There's a new tractor coming to market, and you won't be taking a look under the hood. And that's because the hood doesn't open. And if it did, there's not much to see. Just batteries and an electric motor. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. And that's just one of the differences between your traditional diesel utility tractor and the all-electric T4 by New Holland. Lena Bioni is the product marketing manager for the all-electric tractor coming to market. We talk about where she sees this tractor serving farmers best and how it's different from the tractors we're used to working with every day. She says this model is the first of its kind. We introduced at Farm Progress Show this year to the public the industry's first all-electric utility tractor with autonomous features. Uh, Right now we're working through validation and expect to be taking customer orders here this fall and releasing those to our customers in Q2 of 2024. What's the sentiment been around electric? We've seen electric vehicles But what's the feeling on electric tractors from just your average farmer in in rural America? It definitely depends on the farmer of where they're at and how their infrastructure and if they're prepared or even able to run an electric vehicle on the farm. We're seeing a high demand from uh, specialty agriculture on the West Coast. They have an immense amount of subsidies and funds available to them to supply alternative fuel sources um, on their farm. We're also seeing a lot of municipalities that are very interested in the technology, as well as some mixed farm and equine operations as well. Um, It's a tractor of their size, and they really like the idea of being uh, more energy independent and also that reduced cost of ownership. And New Holland will be the first to say electric tractors, they're not meant for everything because it may not be feasible in some areas. But where do they belong? Yeah, they definitely would belong in any of our segments that are currently using a utility tractor. If you're using a utility tractor today, most of the time they're spent um, with a loader on them and they're around the barnyard doing chores of that nature. So um, that makes a lot of sense because that's where our power source is. When they're not going out into the field and running for um, days on end in order to get crop planted or harvested, when they're going back to the barn each night, that's a, a prime candidate for an electric vehicle because they're able to recharge um, and be able to save money that way. And Lena, you and I are talking in Wisconsin where your message was also that dairy farmers would greatly benefit from electric tractors, but, but tell us why. So the dairy operations would benefit because they have a fuel source right there on the farm um, with methane. So if they're able to capture that methane from the cattle and then have a digester and scrub that methane and turn it into an electric source, uh, some of them right now are doing that and selling it back to the grid um, or back to the electric companies. They have that source right there, that energy already, and they can be powering their electric tractors at um, virtually no cost once they've installed that infrastructure. Lena says the industry's first ever electric tractor with autonomous features also adds a safety element to the farm that wasn't there before. So a lot of safety that can go in when you have an electric vehicle because of the way that the technology is developed. Uh, multiple cameras and sensors in the roof line and around the tractor are able to detect when objects or other people come within the tractor's um, safe zone and shut it down. For example, around the PTO, which we know is uh, definitely a, a major source um, of injuries around the farm. With PTO guardrail, it's able to identify when something is coming into that, ob- uh, into that area, and then it's going to shut down the PTO so that way there's no injury. 
And then I'd say probably the third largest benefit you outlined for us today was that there are cost savings in the right conditions. Yeah, it definitely would depend on what time you're um, getting your energy. If you have fluctuating energy rates, um, any of those off-peak times that you're able to charge the tractor are going to definitely show you some savings, as well as the savings of no longer needing to purchase diesel fuel, diesel exhaust fluid, engine oils, engine filters, uh, any of those consumables that we would have with an internal combustion engine. And on the subject of cost, I've got to ask, how much do these tractors run for? So we haven't released our pricing yet. We're still working on finalizing some of that, but we'll be able to um, share that with customers once we get closer to our order writing period. Is it likely that it will come at a premium compared to your traditional diesel tractor and why? It will come at a premium, um, which I think most customers would come to expect because of the new technology that is built in, um, not only with the safety features, but just also the new uh, electric tractor um, has some new technology that that we had to develop there. But the good news is is the amount of incentives and federal money that is available to um, agricultural farms and um, anyone in an off-road type environment to help subsidize or reduce the cost of these tractors. I want to talk about some of the differences that you know, you, you wouldn't maybe think of unless you've been driving in a diesel tractor and then driving an electric tractor. Like, is there a weight change um, that you should be aware of for safety reasons? Like, is the weight different from diesel to electric? So the weight has increased in the battery electric vehicle tractor, and that comes from a few different things. The batteries do have uh, some weight to them. So to support the weight of the tractor and those batteries, we put a heavy-duty front axle to support the batteries. Uh, Since we put a heavy-duty front axle on it, we could then put a heavier front loader on it. So we've added weight by added the batteries, and then to support the weight, we increased the front axle and since we increased the front axle we could have a bigger loader so all of those things come together though we added weight it helped us and gave us a benefit of now we've got more function out of the front loader now maintenance has got to look a lot different because you're no longer changing the oil changing filters what do you see when you open up the hood and what kind of maintenance do you have to do It's actually funny that in production, there will be no hood to even open on the electric tractor. Uh, There's nothing to see, an electric motor and some batteries. There will be a screen and a filter uh, on top that you'll be able to clean out, That uh, just an air filter. Um, So we no longer need to access the engine since there isn't one, so no engine oil to change every 600 hours. However, we still have hydraulic oil, so that will still require to be uh, changed every 1,200 hours. How about horsepower? Are we still getting the same amount of power in these electric tractors as we would in your traditional machine? Yeah, clean energy definitely does not mean less power. We're able to achieve the same PTO horsepower of 65, the same that we would expect out of its diesel counterpart. So anything that you do with a diesel tractor today, you could do with the T4 electric power. We had a lot of questions today from farmers in the audience about runtime and battery power. And you had some, some good advice on some of the logistics you have to think about when you purchase your battery charger. So I was wondering if you could explain to us what people should be thinking about when it comes to the conduit to, to charge up their tractor. 
Absolutely. So these chargers are the universal chargers that we would see across North America for any electric vehicle that may be on the road. So if you have a personal EV, then you no longer need to purchase an additional charger. You can use the same exact charger. Um, however, if you're new to the market for electric vehicles and you're shopping for your first charger, there's a variety that can range from plug and play options that will run off your existing electricity that you have at your farm or your home all the way up through DC fast chargers, which um, are able to recharge the tractor in just one hour. The cost is going to range depending on the type of investment that that you want to make in this and and when you plan on charging your tractor. That's correct. You can uh, really choose which level you want to be at um, with an option to fit multiple budgets. And then you have to just look at how your infrastructure is prepared and if there are additional costs associated with bringing in more infrastructure to run the chargers. New Holland's T4 electric tractor will be the first ever electric tractor with autonomous features. Lena had brought up a fun scenario about how autonomy works with equipment. Think about driving up to the cattle gate with a hay bale. You get out of the tractor. You go open the gate. You get back into the tractor. You drive through the gate. You get out of the tractor, closing the gate, all while the cows know you're coming and they're trying to walk out. Well, now tractor technology has come so far where it will follow you through the gate. Yeah, exactly. So with the um, some of that technology that comes with electric vehicles is the ability for autonomous features. So we're now able to engage the tractor to go forward and reverse electronically. And that's what assists us in the autonomous features. So like you mentioned, in follow me mode, the tractor will actually follow you where you go. Um, It knows how to sense where you're at and keep a safe distance from you that if you were to fall down or um, you stop moving, the tractor will recognize that and it will stop moving as well. We used the example of going through a gate and when you get out of the tractor, open the gate, walk through it, the tractor will follow you stop, you can go back, shut the gate, and go on your way. All based on um, when it identifies that you are within or without of its recognizable zone. Um, The cameras in the roofline also have lights on them, so you have to be in a recognizable area for the tractor to be able to follow you. Um, There are still some ongoing points of clarification as to um, what all those safety points would be. A remote has been talked about, uh, an app on the phone, still some of those things that need to be completely um, identified before we go to market um, and have these with customers. You're still in the, the newest stages. This product line is just coming out. Do you anticipate that there may be road bumps along the way that you'll have to address before this is ready to go for the masses? Sure. So we are um, taking a very careful approach with this across North America. We'll only have 10 dealers who have access to this product out of our entire dealer network. Um, That's for a few reasons. We want to make sure that our dealer personnel are very well trained with this product as well. It's much different from the diesel tractor that they're used to be working on. So we want to make sure that they're very well trained and they're equipped to be able to uh, work on these tractors specifically. And the same would go with our customers. We want to make sure that they're having a really good experience with it. Any questions that they have that we're able to um, to answer those or solve those that we're not leaving them um, with questions because it is for sure as big of a change from the horse to the car as we're having right now with the change from diesel to electric. And final question, what regions uh, are you starting out with in the U.S. and why? 
We're starting out on the West Coast um, with the majority of our dealerships because they have a really big demand for alternative energy sources. They've got the most amount of subsidies and federal government dollars to offset the cost of um, the initial startup, whether it be the cost of the tractor and also the charger. There's money available for both of those. And um, they have the customers that are interested in the technology as well. Now, I won't take away from anywhere else in the United States because we're also looking um, in some Mid-South regions that we'll be working in, the Pacific Northwest, um, the Northeast, the North Central. We're basically going uh, to multiple geographies all across North America. Lena Bioni taking some time with us. She's the product marketing manager for the all-electric T4 tractor by New Holland. I did ask her about the cold weather and if that could be problematic, especially for farmers here in Wisconsin. She says the battery have what's called thermal management, meaning they are keeping themselves not too hot and not too cold. The catch is that that takes power, of course, so your runtime capability may vary depending on the weather. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.